0: Hey, welcome to The Bookkeeper's Voice, the go-to business management podcast for Australian bookkeepers running a business. Tune in for practical lessons, inspiring stories, guest speakers, and resources to help you work smarter in the way you do business. And now your host, Amy Hook, is here to help you build a more profitable business while creating a savvy brand that your clients will love.
1: Morning, welcome to the podcast. Today is the bookkeeping project, and I am a week behind because last Friday was a public holiday, and so I actually took the week off and I didn't let you know. But anyway, you know, now um, obviously. Last week, you would have noticed that there wasn't a podcast. Um, And so it's been good, actually, because I've had an extra week to think about exactly what I want to talk about um, this month. And what I wanted to actually talk about is um, why I decided when I restarted my bookkeeping business to charge less than what I used to charge before. And it actually worked out really well that I didn't do the episode last week because I had um, a couple of inquiries come through this week and I've been putting together some quotes and it's been, yeah, I had an interesting conversation with somebody yesterday. Um, I actually had, um, back when I was having my son, I... um, I had, so this was after I'd closed off the hook the first time, somebody, I was still getting a lot of leads through my website. So I used to just give them to my clients, um, the other bookkeepers that I was working with. And so I'd just sort of refer them out. um, And usually what I'd do is refer the person to speak to three, up maximum of three bookkeepers that I know. And so I referred this um, person on to another bookkeeper. And anyway, so I didn't even recognize the name, but someone came to me for a quote. And when I got on the phone to her, she said, Oh, do you remember me? I contacted you a couple of years ago, and you were just about to have your baby. And so you couldn't take me on as a client. And you referred me to someone else. And I said, Oh, yeah, I I, because I don't know, then the business name is sort of um, rung a bell a little bit, but I just thought, oh, it's similar to that other business that contacted. I didn't actually connect that it was the exact same one, and so she said to me, um, "Yeah, so I, you know, I, because I, I, in her inquiry on the website, she'd say, she'd actually said I'm currently working with a bookkeeper, but it's not working out. I'm not happy with the service." And so I was like, "Oh, okay," um, you know. At this point, I didn't realize that it was the person that I'd referred on. And I thought, oh, okay, Um, that's not good. So I was happy to speak to her on the phone and I sent her a couple of answers to her questions. So one of the questions she was asking is what is is your hourly rate? Um, Can you quote for the fees up front? And she asked, you know, can you do this, this and this service? And so it was quite funny. Like It's been really good for me going back into the business after having that time out because, I've now seen how different my attitude is. So I remember back in the day when I first started the business, if someone came to me and said how much is, if if they started talking about price straight away, I would immediately get my back up and I would feel defensive. Now, I wasn't like this in the very beginning because in the very beginning it was just me kind of working at home on my own with my clients and that kind of thing I wasn't connected in with social media I didn't know there were Facebook groups on um, for bookkeepers and I didn't know there was a whole community of bookkeepers out there I didn't know any other bookkeepers at this point back in you know this was early 2015 so I was just working on my own so if someone asked about what my hourly rate was I'd just say up front oh my hourly rate is $100 an hour and so Then when, when I joined the bookkeeping community and I never had anyone question my rates when I was charging that much, like back in the beginning, the people would just say, okay, yep, no worries. And then they'd just get started. And basically it was when I joined bookkeeping groups on Facebook that I started to hear different things going around about how other people were charging, how the industry average was $65 an hour. I was hearing a lot of bookkeepers or seeing a lot of bookkeepers telling other bookkeepers they should increase their rates. And there was a lot going on in conversation about what to, how to respond if someone questions your rates. And I started to think, ah, so when when people call and ask what the price is for the bookkeeping, um I'm supposed to get offended okay and so I sort of took that on board like I mean that wasn't my exact process but it did sink into me and I thought yeah yeah you know like you should value and appreciate my um expertise thank you very much I've been doing bookkeeping for 20 years now and you know I'm an expert in my field and you know I'm a registered bass agent I'm not just a bookkeeper and all this sort of stuff so anyway I felt this defensiveness come to me. And I didn't realize that it was something that I'd kind of picked up from the bookkeeping community. And so I just went along with it and I thought that it was correct. And I started to think that, you know, business owners, you know, that asked about price were kind of, you know, idiots, you know. And so I, you know, I, I started working um, with a mentor and, and the, the advice from that mentor was that if someone um, got on the phone with a call and said, um, how much do you charge or what's your hourly rate? The response was supposed to be, if your first question is asking about my rates, then we're too expensive for you. Like some kind of, sort of a little bit of a response like that. And so I was like, oh, okay. Um, and so I remember the first time I actually said that to someone, I was like, I don't know. I just, I felt so uncomfortable. And I remembered when I was saying it, that I was just thinking to myself, this isn't me but I sort of like went ahead with it. And, you know, I remember the conversation with, with this particular person and they're like, Oh, Oh, and then, then obviously the business owner, um, you know, they, they got defensive and they were a little bit confused. And um, anyway, I got off the phone, but it was quite an awkward conversation. And I, I just think back to that time. And I just remember how much that I was sort of drifting away from who I really thought that I was and, I don't know like to me it wasn't yeah it it wasn't a good thing but I kind of had this sort of like you know I sort of developed this pride or arrogance towards business owners and I've talked about this a lot in other episodes where I've talked about how I've had a change of heart towards my clients and you know I've For me, it's been a big eye-opener and I've been able to see my attitude towards business owners. And, you know, the biggest thing for me was when I became one of those business owners and I had to go through the process of hiring my own bookkeeper. And so, you know, anyway, so I'll I'll go back into this conversation that I had with this lady before I kind of go on about rates and things like that. But basically when I was speaking to this, um, this lady, so I got on the phone to her and she said to me, um yeah I ended up she said you were going off to have a baby and you couldn't work with me so you recommended me to some other bookkeepers and I ended up working with one of them and I said oh do you mind us do you mind telling me which one and so she told me the name of the bookkeeper and I said oh okay what you know what what's happened and she said look she was really good at first but you know now she just doesn't seem to be getting um I don't know like there's been mistakes um in the file and her availability just doesn't seem to be there and I'm getting charged a lot of money and yeah I'm just not happy with the service and so I remembered you she said I remembered the conversation with you and you know I remembered the name of your business like it was such a cool name and she said I remembered your surname and that your business was off the hook bookkeeping and your surname was hook and I thought that was really cool and so yeah so she said I actually remembered you so I looked you up and yeah you know I looked on your website and then obviously got back in contact with you and so I was like oh okay and so I was sort of thinking to myself oh um, yeah like I you know to me I then kind of thought to myself "Mm, okay like it's sort of a little bit awkward when somebody comes and sit, tells you that one of your colleagues has not been doing a good job, because this is a bookkeeper that I really like and respect, and so um, I haven't actually spoken to that bookkeeper um, at all. But I was planning to actually have a chat to her today. Obviously, I probably have to get the client's permission to do that. So I haven't I haven't done her quote yet. I just had a chat to her through everything that she was looking for, and just to find out exactly what her needs are, what her budget is, what her expectations are, and that kind of thing. And so. So she, you know, she gave me a look in her Xero file so I can do a health check and that that kind of thing. But sort of overnight, I was thinking the first thing I thought this morning was I probably need to speak to the other bookkeeper because I don't know if that's an ethical uh, issue to take that on, but I don't, I don't actually think it is. I think it's fine, but I guess I like to just kind of be open and transparent, you know, with, with my colleagues and that kind of thing. But then obviously we're under confidentiality, so I would have to get the client's permission. And I don't know if she would mind, but I guess I, I could probably just say to her, you know, this is a colleague of mine. It is someone that I respect. So would you mind if I just let her know um, that, that I might be going to work with you? Um, you know, just to kind of clear the air because, you know, don't want any kind of bad feelings there or anything like that. Now, that said, so I went through the conversation with her and I worked out what she wanted. And about halfway through the conversation, like the conversation was really great. She sounded really positive and she was excited about working together. And then as we sort of started to get through the questions, so I have like an initial consult form that I've put together and I go through that. Um, I'll actually include a link to that because I've actually been giving that away for free. And so what that is, is it's an online form that you can make a copy of your own. You can embed it on your website so that you can send people a customized link with your website so you can do like um, I think uh, you can do your website name forward slash um, consult form or initial consult form or whatever you want to do something that's easy to remember so you can send it to people Um, and then or easy if you want to jump on the website and grab it yourself so that's what I do I send it to the client but a lot of people don't fill the form out usually people like to talk through their issues so what i do is as they're talking i fill the form out so either way is fine but i'll give you a copy of that i've put together a little instruction video on how to use it um, it is set up in Airtable, so it's a setup form but if you prefer to use google forms or something like that you're free to just copy it i really don't mind um, if that's helpful for you so um yeah so anyway i went through i was going through the form and as i sort of got to the end i think i was about three quarters of the way through and then her tone changed, like all of a sudden, she sort of started to sound like not as confident as she'd sounded before. And and what it was, was that she actually, you know, she was excited to speak to me, she was looking forward to finding a new bookkeeper and all this sort of stuff. And she was really, you know, quite happy and cheaper about the business and everything. And then she started to talk about, you know, I've got a couple of questions where I ask about if that accounts are up to date and Um, you know, if their tax returns are up to date and things like that. And so this client actually, yeah, I, I don't know, like some of her, I guess she got reminded that some of her affairs haven't exactly been the way that she would have wanted them to be. And so... At that point, she got a little bit nervous and I was talking to her. That's right. We are also talking about putting together a budget and things like that. So she's putting together her own budget. And I said, well, look, we can help with that. Like we have, we basically have, we've got a, a mid-level bookkeeper. We've got a bass agent and we've got a um, senior level person. I don't know exactly what to call her when I speak to clients, but she's actually like a business planning um and business finance specialist. So she works on really like high-end budgets, um, financial forecasts, financial plans to go with the business plan and the actual business plans themselves. And so I said, look, you know, we, we do have a full team here. So I said, I also do business mentoring, but the full team here can actually, um, yeah, they can, they can work with you and help you with that budget if you want some help with that. And then she sort of started saying about her financial situation. And so what I discovered through that conversation is that this lady, um, you know, she was excited about her business and it sounded like things were going really well, but then she started talking about how much income she's making and what her expenses are and her profit. And then she talked about how, you know, that's and I and I said to her, okay, do you have any other streams of revenue? You know, for example, is because her and her partner are in a partnership together, in the business together. And she I said to her, Does your partner have another job? Or, you know, are you two just relying on that income? And she said, Actually, I wish we'd had another job, but this is all we've got. And, you know, through this process of speaking to her and understanding you know, where she was at in her business, I thought, oh, my gosh. And I realised that I I feel that the real me is coming back from all of those years of trying to act like, oh, you know, you're not a good fit for me because you don't have, you know, money to pour into your bookkeeping. But I really felt compassion for this lady and I thought, you know, uh, um, and, you know, in the past I've viewed that as an issue and I've thought to myself, oh, someone... With no money they're not going to be able to compensate me you know what i consider fairly for all my years of expertise um and so yeah and so i sort of start, I you know i did feel compassion for her and i thought wow i'd love to help this lady but i know obviously you know i don't want to work for free or anything like that but i said to her you know she said oh, like I uh, told her about the extra things that we do. And she said, how much, you know, how much do you charge for all this? And I said, look, I'll put it together in a quote. Um, and what I'll do is I'll give you some optional extras so that, you know, in the future, those things are there. You don't have to take them up now. Let's just focus on keeping your bookkeeping up to date so that you don't have to do any of it yourself. And... Uh, yeah, like for, we'll, we'll just kind of go from there, you know, when you get in a better financial position, then, you know, you, you can take on some of this stuff. Um, and I said, look, you know, if I see, spot anything in your accounts that I think will help you, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, wait until you upgrade to a consulting package. You know, we're happy to give you advice along the way that will help you in your business. Um, and she, yeah, she, you know, so she sort of, yeah, she was just saying, "Oh, yeah, like that would be great." Um, and you know, I could tell by the way that she was talking is that she was, like, she was embarrassed about her financial situation. And you know, I really feel that as bookkeepers, you know, we need to, you know, consider the position that business owners are in. Now, I don't know if you know, but bookkeeper bookkeeping practices or bookkeeping, because of you know, the, the fairly low cost, I don't know if you know this, but bookkeeping is one of the most profitable businesses that you can be in, like in terms of profit margins. So, and you know, that's, I think that's probably why all the accountants and everything are trying to get into bookkeeping because bookkeeping is profitable. And so, you know, we're in a profitable industry, we're in, you know, we're in jobs where, you know, we can earn a really big profit, what we do and i think sometimes it can help it can cause us to lose empathy or compassion for you know the reality of business owners out there so we all know this you know there's statistics i don't know exactly what the number is because it changes every time i hear it but 60 percent of businesses will go out of business in the first three years um i believe uh, there are people who say these statistics aren't real and that they're used to you know for whatever agendas people have but from my understanding, it, it is a statistic that comes from um, the, so there's an, a statistic that comes from ASIC and there's a statistic that comes from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. So the Australian Bureau of Statistics is the one about the duration that people remain in business, and then the ASIC statistic is actually about companies that go into liquidation. So 50, I think 50% of the companies are going to liquidation are profitable com- companies. And so what that means is that cash flow is an issue. Um, there's a lack of planning that's happening as well um, for business owners. And also, I think the third reason is because business owners don't know, don't know where to go. Now, I did have a conversation with this client. She was also looking for an accountant. I've spoken to so many um, clients who Um, business owners who have gone to their accountant for help, and all the accountants talk about is tax. And I I said to her, she said, oh, you know, I was looking, I I was hoping to, you know, I'm not so worried about the price of my accountant. I think he's quite affordable, although it's more than I want to pay, but I think it's in the range of okay. But what I want is an accountant that can really help me with the financial position of my business. And I said, well, look, that's what we do. And so I said, like, you don't need, work. I said, if you've got an affordable accountant, just stick with your accountant and don't worry about that. But I said, the reality is that the expertise of accountants, like, okay, so there's two types of accountants. You've got accountants in business, so you've got like um, company accountants, and then you've got tax agents who are your accountants in running They're in accounting practices. And so these accountants specialize in taxation. And so don't be surprised if you go to an accountant to ask for help with your business and they're gonna talk to you about tax. They're gonna talk to you about, if you go to an accountant and say, what's the best way for me to structure my business? They're gonna be thinking from a mindset of, how's the best way to structure for tax purposes? And so, you know, when I was looking at structuring my own businesses, for example, so obviously I've got two, two businesses, and I wanted to find out what's going to be the best structure for our companies to grow into the future, and given the, you know, particular goals that we've got. And I found that when I spoke to accountants, they just keep giving me the tax advice, and so I was like, oh my gosh, I need to find someone who can give me business advice but on the structure and then I discovered it's not an accountant so I'd always thought that's what accountants do no so we found a lawyer <laughs> a lawyer who specializes in business structuring um, he also um, specializes in intellectual property and trademarking and all that kind of thing perfect person to go to for this. And so he's been super helpful. And so my, I said to him, my frustration is I keep going to accountants asking for help thinking that the, so everybody thinks accountants are meant to help people with their businesses and accountants help people with hacks. So You know, there are some accountants out there that do help with a broader scope of things, but that's what accountants tend to specialise in, especially what we traditionally think of as accountants. Whereas if you've got someone who's worked in a company, then they're sort of more like a senior bookkeeper. Like if they've been like a financial controller or something like that, they're sort of like more like a bookkeeper than a tax agent is, if that makes sense. So anyway, I chatted to her about her accountant. I said, look, we can actually do that, but we don't do tax returns. So you will need to keep your accountant. Um, and then as we were talking through all of this, one of her comments to me then was, she said, you know, I, I actually asked her what her other bookkeeper, um, my colleague, had been charging her. And then she, said, then she said to me, oh, I called this other bookkeeping practice and spoke to a lady called such and such I won't say her name but she said I spoke to this lady and I was like oh yeah I know her she's one of my colleagues and she said yeah this lady said um to me like you don't you shouldn't be looking for a bookkeeper like you're not turn because you're not turning over five hundred thousand dollars then you shouldn't be trying to hire a bookkeeper." so when you' when you're turning over five hundred thousand dollars, that's the right time to hire a bookkeeper. And I thought, "Oh my gosh, like I just said, "Look, I'm so sorry like on behalf of that person. like that like to me, that is quite a rude thing to say. So this is a business owner. So she said to me, she said, "Oh, look, I've been thinking of um, wondering whether I should study a bookkeeping course." And I said, "No, you don't need to study a bookkeeping course. Um, you know, there are affordable bookkeepers out there." And she told me some of the rates that bookkeepers were charging and quoting her. And I was like, yeah, you know, they're the same rates that I used to charge. And I said, well, look, like we don't charge those rates anymore. I said, I used to. I said, when you called me last time, I used to charge between 80 and 110 an hour. And now I don't. So I base our bookkeeping packages on $60 an hour, which is just under the industry average. Because, you know, we want to offer an affordable service to, to business owners. And I was like, oh my gosh, when I'm saying all of this, I just really thought how much my heart has changed towards this whole thing. And so, you know, like I think as bookkeepers that we have actually been overcharging for our services. And I'm not saying there aren't some unappreciative turkeys out there because we all know they are. there are, like I've had people call me, said this was a really nice lady. She was embarrassed about her financial situation. She wants a good bookkeeper. She's tried to do it herself. She's not great with it. Um, and finding it, you know, that it's interfering with her getting on with um, marketing and Growing her business. And so, whereas I've had, I mean, you would have heard me talk in the earlier weeks, maybe um, the bookkeeping project episode three or four, I can't remember which one, uh, but when I find, find it, I'll post a link for you. And I basically <laughs> I had this guy he was just ah oh, he like he was really rude um and just really like secretive and when I tried to ask him just ordinary questions that are on my initial consult form like he was getting really defensive or he wasn't answering my questions and he was just like I don't know. He was just like, I was getting a really bad vibe from this guy. So basically there are people out there that are like literally what we call tire kicking or shopping on price. And that's those, that's those people that, you know, maybe they're saying, Oh, maybe they're rude about wanting to not, to not pay much. So I guess the thing that has been going through my mind over this last week is that, you know, like supply and demand is a real thing. Like that's how markets operate. So we're in an industry and an industry is a market. So, you know, I've I've really, what's been coming to me lately is that a business owner is not a jerk for wanting to keep their costs down because business is really hard, firstly. And secondly, like it's smart. Wanting to keep your costs down as much as possible in business is, is smart. So I'm not saying you should be rude to bookkeepers. Like that's not nice. Um, but at the same time, being wise about how much you're spending is actually smart and so now I'm sort of listening to my colleagues my fellow bookkeepers talking about you know um, wanting to only work with business owners that have a lot of money so that the bookkeeping fees are not a concern for them and I think to myself well like that's a concern to me because you know like for for me we should be wanting the best for our business owners even if it means that at some point we put ourselves out of a job and so I know that sounds terrible because obviously we want to hang on to clients as much as possible. And I've shared in past episodes where like, I really did the wrong thing. I used to want to make that business owner know how badly they needed me. And just to know that they just couldn't like, I made business owners feel stupid, honestly. Um, and that was because, you know, of this attitude that I took on and I allowed that to override the real person that I actually am. And that person has been emerging over the last couple of years Um, because I've been able to go, I don't have to follow what everyone else in the industry is doing. Like If people are going, put your prices up, put your prices up, charge what you're worth, and all of that kind of thing, I just think it's not about me. To me, the the charge what you're worth, charge the fees you deserve, all that sort of thing, to me, that's all me, me, me. It's not actually thinking about the clients and, and what's best for them. So yes, we need to have profitable businesses as well, but it doesn't have to be over the top. And so what I have been going through myself is learning how to put the shoe on the other foot. And so I did suggest that in one of my past podcasts where I said, you know, have you ever tried to hire a bookkeeper yourself to do your own bookkeeping? And I'm not talking about hiring staff to do your client bookkeeping work, I'm talking about hiring a bookkeeper to do your bookkeeping. And I recommend it, I highly recommend it over any course or program or professional development training that you could ever take is to hire yourself a bookkeeper. Go through the process of looking online and trying to find the right bookkeeper and having a look out there and seeing like all of these generic bookkeeping websites full of bookkeeping jargon, um, outdated, hard to find things like you know, on there looking for like prices to see, is this going to fit in with my budget and not being able to find anything. And then hiring bookkeepers. Like, I mean, I thought to myself, well, I'm going to be a hypocrite. If I don't pay a bookkeeper 80 to a hundred dollars an hour, like what I charge, then I'm a hypocrite. So I thought, well, I've got to practice what I preach. And so I hired my first bookkeeper at $80 an hour and the bookkeeper had no time for me. I'm not saying that she didn't do a good job, you know, and it's also another one of my colleagues. So, you know, with all respect, I would have to say that this person didn't really help me. And I was disappointed about that, you know, so to pay 80 bucks an hour and not actually have anything really come back, no communication, the work that was given, not really getting done and stuff like that. And I'm assuming it's because the person was thinking, oh, like, you know, like trying to keep my fees down and that kind of thing. And so, I mean, I'm sort of glad that I didn't pay more than that now because what I did was I then went through a process of looking for bookkeepers that charge less and less. And so I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. And so this is going to be a bit of a shock, but so we pay our bookkeepers and I'm talking between our mid-level bookkeeper, our bass agent and our senior person who does all of the forecasting and business plans, we pay our bookkeepers between $20 and $37 an hour as contractors. That's a contractor rate. And I can tell you now, they are far better than any of the $60, $70, $80 an hour bookkeepers that we've hired in the past. So they keep all of our clients up to date Um, accounts up to date on a weekly basis and also our internal accounts they um, work out budgets and forecasts for us and for our clients they give us cash positions um, they give us alerts they go through expenses um, and work out you know where we or our clients can be saving money and with the more expensive bookkeepers I found they just didn't have time for us because we were, you know because at the time when we first started hiring bookkeepers we were so small and so the accounts were never up to date. You know, the bookkeeper just wants to come in once a month and kind of, you know, just quickly do everything. And so we had no current financial data for making critical business decisions. And when cash flow is tight, you need to see those accounts up to date as much as possible. But the problem is, you know, business owners, when they're at that small stage, that's when they really need us. And so this is a problem. Um, you know, I feel it's a problem. Maybe, you know, maybe you know, when you're listening to this, you might be thinking, well, that's not for me. And that's fine. That's fine. But I just know now that I can get a far better service for a lower price and I would never, this is going to sound bad. And I I really apologize. Like, I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, betraying my own people here because, you know, but I would never pay again, the rates that I, to a bookkeeper that I personally used to charge myself. Because I know I can get a better service for a lower rate. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to get a lower service at a better rate. And so there's, you know, there's a lot of experts out there in our industry, professionals, as well as other bookkeepers. And they're just saying, put up your prices and charge what you're worth. But if the market is demanding lower rates, then maybe, I don't know, I'm starting to think that we should be paying attention. Because... Like, this is the thing that started to concern me now is that, you know, if we're not willing to listen to business owners who are the very reason that we're in business in the first place, then we can't exactly go crying when our clients go offshore to get cheaper bookkeeping and, you know, they leave the work, like, they leave bookkeepers who are charging more so they can work with bookkeepers who are charging less. Now, I've done a few quotes this week for business owners. And I've spoken to business owners, like some of the business owners I'm speaking to now, they're just hiring their own staff directly from the Philippines, like VAs and that kind of thing. So business owners are not stupid. Like they know what is fair. They know what the going rates are. They know about, you know, so in the market you've got supply and demand. And if you've got people in the market who are willing to offer bookkeeping at a lower fee, then it is going to get really competitive. And so, um, you know, I think business owners on some level are starting to actually get offended. Like as they're finding out, you know, obviously sometimes, you know, a client's been working with us for a long time and they might not know that the rates have changed because they're not looking for another bookkeeper. But let's say their friend comes along and goes, oh, I only pay $35 an hour for my bookkeeper. Like to me, I just think, aren't they going to be offended by that? You know, how am I going to justify? And oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but back in the day, I would have thought I do not have to justify my rates to you. Like, You know, like, whereas now I'm thinking to myself, like, I must be able to justify my rates. Absolutely must be able to. And so, you know, I, so now, like, even when I do my proposals, like, I'm transparent about my pricing, um, you know, I, Disclose the hourly rate for my bookkeeping um, on some of my proposals not on all of them on the small ones I don't but if someone asks my hourly rate, I just say look the bookkeeping packages are based on $60 an hour um, I do charge more for payroll. I do charge more for BAS. I charge more for consulting and You know, I don't feel that this has affected the profitability of my business. I feel that my business is doing better and I feel that my clients are less stressed about the fees, whereas before I felt like, you know, quest they're questioning my bills and they're wondering what's going on and they're looking at their bookkeeping fees balance going up and up and up in their profit and loss. And they're thinking, oh wow, every, you know, every cent that I paid to the bookkeeper, it could be profit for me. And, you know, I thought these people were jerks, but now I realize they're just smart business owners. They're just trying to keep their costs down, just like everybody else. And so I for me, I've put my rates down between $20 and $60 an hour. That's my decrease. Like I've decreased my rates by between $20 and $60 an hour. And I did it against everybody's helpful advice. So I apologise if you're listening to this and you're one of the people that's given me advice to charge more, but I've decided to go against the grain um, because I want to do – I want to serve business owners. Like I feel – I feel sad about that statistic. I feel sad about the fact that for some, you know, business owners, you know, we just assume that, you know, that they're just jerks or they're silly for not running their business properly and not having enough profit and things like that. But if that's their livelihood, if that's the way that they put food on their table and look after their children and pay for their living expenses, then I want them to do well. And I want them to do well because I know what it feels like. And I've been in that position myself. I've been in that position where, you know, like a lot of us have gone through this, but you speak to business owners. I speak to bookkeepers who have been through this and, you know, and myself as well, you know, like having um, a season where your husband's out of work, you know, maybe um, maybe you're, you, you know, like maybe you're struggling in your family income because you're the only one that's providing the income. Like there's all sorts of things that happen in people's lives. And I think to myself, these aren't jerk clients who are questioning our faith. They're, these are real people. And these are our fellow Australians who are providing jobs, you know, small business owners are, are responsible for what is it creating six million jobs or something like that i don't know if that's the number maybe that's the number of six million business owners in australia i can't remember but anyway so like a massive amount of australian employment comes from these really small businesses you know like personally like i don't even know how many employees i have i think i have eight <laughs> i always say i have eight but um i forget to update the numbers so anyway i think maybe i don't know there's four in the bookkeep. three Sorry, three in the bookkeeping business. And then five, six, seven, I think seven in Savvy, but one of the people that works two of the people that work in the bookkeeping business work for Savvy as well. So a bit of of overlap there. So anyway, I'm not that good with numbers, even though I'm a bookkeeper. Um, (laughs) I can't add in my head I need a spreadsheet. So um, anyway, look, I know that you might not like to hear some of what I'm sharing, but I just wanted to be honest with you about this is where I'm at in terms of my, you know, charge out rates and the way that I feel about, um, yeah, about business owners. And, you know, I feel that, you know, I don't know. I guess I just want to encourage my other colleagues to think more like business owners instead of taking it personally when people question our rates, because it's not personal. It really is not about us. and If we make it about us, we're going to miss something very important. And so, you know, like putting your rates down doesn't mean you're going to actually earn less. And, you know, this is something that I teach other bookkeepers how to do. um, And that's fine. It's just because, you know, it's about finding what the clients value Um, and helping them, you know, and then from there, what you can actually do is, I mean, you don't have to jump. The point I'm going to try and make is that you don't have to throw people in the deep end. If someone has a low budget, you just start them on what they can afford. You know, you just start them on basic bookkeeping and you get them up to date. And then as you build trust with them, and as you start to get to know their business better, you'll understand the type of value that you can provide for them. And then you can sell them, You know, I do everything as a product. So I don't charge anything for an hourly rate. If I reach a point with a client and I might just say, look, we've been working together monthly, but I feel like we need to do some intensive sessions. So um, what I'd like to do is, um, you know, I'd like to do four sessions together and also in between the sessions we're going to build this forecast we're going to put together a budget we're going to review all of your expenses we're going to attribute your revenue streams to your expenses so it can work work out your profit centers we're going to create a payroll budget we're going to do all of this and this is the fee and then they can take it or leave it like they either want it or they don't and they're either able to afford it or they're not and they might go okay yep that sounds great but now's not the right time and that's also fine like we don't have to go in there you know, guns blazing, trying to charge for everything. And that's why I do health checks. You know, like I actually ran a health check masterclass, which I'll share the link to. And this, um, in the masterclass, I basically shared exactly the process that I go through um, to do a health check. And I include this in my quotes. So what I do is, because people are so scared about doing fixed prices, and I used to always be scared until I actually figured it out how to do it. And... It's just all about scoping the job. It's all about understanding where the boundaries sit and being able to articulate that in your engagement letter. And it's actually not that hard. Like I can show you how to do it in 90 minutes if you want. So anyway, that's, you know, that's, I think that's really important. Um, then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to you know, and then you can take the pressure off some of these smaller clients because, okay, like we can all say, all right, like I'm going to charge what I deserve and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to cull all of my terrible clients that don't have enough money and things like that. And I I just, I don't think that's right anymore. You know, I used to just only want to work with people that are really wealthy who could just pour in money into my bank account without having to worry about anything. And I just realized that's not me. And that's not the way that I want to work. And you know, like I don't know how it, I don't know how this is going to go. You know, as I said at the very start of the year, this is an experiment for me. I'm just trying this out. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I guess you'll see over time how it's all going, and I'll continue to share that um, with you. And yeah, I mean, that's it. Now you know. <laughs> Know how much I charge now. You know how much I pay for bookkeepers now. You know my heart for business owners. You know, I want to see that statistic change. I don't want six out of ten business owners going out of business. Like, I want people to be able to provide for their families, like not just for now. Like, you know, a lot of business owners are just living from paycheck to paycheck. But for me, like, I mean, for my business, my vision is like generational. Like, I want to see my business living into like the second and third generation. Like I want to provide something for you know my wider family and for the wider community as well. And so, you know, I think as bookkeepers we're in a privileged position to be able to do that for business owners. We just have to get off a high horse sometimes and you know just um, think about how we can actually help. And if the person can't pay as much, you know, what can we offer for that fee? And you know what's the best that we can do? You know, maybe we don't need to have to go in there and try and fix everything. Maybe we can just go in there and get their accounts up to date and process their regular stuff. And then from there, just move with the client, build trust with them, build a relationship with them um, and get to know them and know that in the short term, maybe they're not going to do everything our way. But over time, you you know, they're learning to trust us and we have to actually also prove that we're trustworthy as well. And so, yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm at with the business. Um, I've got a couple of um, quotes out there in the pipeline. Um, one of them is actually not bookkeeping. I'm, I, I do Doc setups for not just for bookkeepers, but also for business owners as well. So we design their documentation. Um, for their you know for them to do their quotes and stuff like that because you know i want to help business owners improve their cash flow i want to help them to protect themselves from bad debt so i want them to be able to have things in place that help them to outsource their invoicing you know if they want if you know if they want to hire someone else to do their invoicing at some point and they want to systematize things i like to help them with that as well So it's just really, I think now we live in a day and age where we can think outside the box. We don't have to always do everything the way that things were traditionally done, you know, because of the software, because of the platforms, because everything's online. We can do so much now and, you know, but at the end of the day, we can only do what we can do as well. And so I think it's really just working out, you know, where we're at and what we're willing to offer and, you know, how we can actually be of service to our clients because bookkeepers are trusted you know people i don't want to say trusted advisors cuz it's so cheesy but we are trusted by by business owners we know you know we know the ins and outs of the daily stuff we know the private details of the business we know the things that they would you know the business owners might not tell their partners we know their secrets we know we know how they're really doing financially we know that you know what how they're doing on the inside is different to how You know they're posting on social media and stuff like that, and that's fine. You know, like we are in that trusted position where we actually have the ability to help people who want to be helped. So anyway, hopefully you've enjoyed the episode. I've got a couple of um, things that I've that I've mentioned in the session. Um, The free um, the copy of my initial consult form. I recommend that you use this because. It's going to help you to get to know the clients and help them get to know you like in that initial call and to help you to build rapport with them and collect the information that you need to give them a fixed price quote. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, check out the health check masterclass. So in there, um, that is a paid masterclass, but in there, um, I give away a lot of templates for doing the health check. Um, in the in one of the packages I give away the um, even like the engagement letter with the legal terms and conditions, um, and so there's lots of stuff in there. Checklists, there's FAQs, there's email templates, there's all sorts of goodies in there so um and and this is literally like this is what i actually use in my business like these are the tools that i'm literally using in off the hook bookkeeping for doing my quotes and so i show you how to do a quote at the end of that one i show you how to put together a proposal everything and all um all of the materials that you need are in there so anyway have a lovely day um hope you enjoyed your week and for those of you in melbourne last week hope you had a good long weekend last weekend and Queensland I think you guys have got one coming up soon as well so hope you all enjoy that unless I've missed it already I don't know Um, (laughs) anyway I'm sure that you'll all have a great weekend whether it's a long one or a short one or whether you're working a weekend I will see you next week
0: thank you for listening to another episode of the bookkeeper's voice We'll be back next week, so make sure you subscribe to get future episodes via your favorite podcast app. And if you love this episode, jump on and leave us a review. Are you looking for some resources to help build a more profitable business while creating a savvy brand that your clients will love? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook page or head to our website, thesavvybookkeeper.com.au. Until next time, stay savvy.